righty, let's get this show on the road. Everyone, welcome back to another episode of Mountain Peaks Theology. I'm egging, egging? I think that's the right word, edging, uh, to get to this one because we are welcoming back Pastor Spidey Morton, my uncle. Uh, I'm very excited to have him back on the pod. Thank Couple you. Couple things first. Oh, of course, you are the best. Um couple things first our next episode is coming out september 25th remember that's going to be my overview episode for the rest of the year but don't worry uh pastor morton is coming back in october that's unfortunately the last episode we're going to do together this year but just wait for 2023 pastor morton and i are coming with a huge firestorm which i'm very very excited uh, but without further ado we have here Pastor Spidey Morin, of course, my uncle, love you, love uh, the fact that you are here with us so we can learn from you and get a good understanding about uh, the scriptures and the word of God. Yes. Yes, sir. So I got two things for you, Pastor Theo. Mm -hmm. um, first, I know that there's a lot of Jesus movies out there. There are a lot of good gospel movies out there the chosen is doing a really good job mm -hmm. uh, i'm i'm uh, i'm picturing this teaser trailer where you're seeing you know there's that epic music that nice epic you know kind of choir music you're seeing bits and pieces of capernaum jerusalem the holy land and in the background you hear this very strong voice reading this verse from isaiah isaiah 61 the spirit of the lord god is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, mm -hmm. to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them the morning Zion, to give unto the beauty for ashes the oil of joy, the mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Mm. And then, you know, the choir does this crescendo, and then boom, you know, the title. And for me, this is what I love about the scriptures. And, and this is this is the second point that I want to come and, and get your perspective on. Mm -hmm. This, I mean, I know it's at the end of Isaiah, but this is like the teaser trailer to the New Testament. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. And yes. it's it's a such a powerful image that it's like, okay, Isaiah is going to set the tone. Isaiah is the teaser trailer to Jesus. And so give me what you think about that and, and then we'll get into more of what Isaiah teases um in my personal I, I love Isaiah Isaiah was one of the things what we call one of the biggest the biggest prophets or one of the prophets that had the most sayings and because of Elijah we deal with the coming of the Messiah, the coming of the Lord, the, the coming of Christ, the Christos. And it, like you said, he, he, he made, he made it to where 
I want the, uh, the world to know, and I won't say uh, the Jewish people, but I must say the world to know the Messiah is coming. And then when Jesus came, he also said, the spirit of the Lord is on me to, uh, uh, because he has anointed me. He, he himself said in, in the book of Luke, I'm letting the people know the spirit of the Lord is on me because he anointed me to give the good news to the, to the, uh, to the poor and proclaim freedom and prisoners recovery and sight the blind. He not only, Elijah not only foretold it, but Jesus said, I am that one that what you've been waiting for. So, and, and as you said, not only have it been for a few, a few, but Jesus, uh, um, it was such a moving in the Old Testament, in the, in Isaiah saying, this is a real thing. This is going to come. And as you know, as many people have known, when the Jewish, Jewish people was waiting waiting on, waiting for the Messiah, waiting on Christ to come, and he came. So not only did, did they see it, but it's a confirmation from us letting us know, hey, we was waiting on something to be real, and it's real. And, I mean, the biggest thing, too, from that is that not only was it real, it was palpable, and even his people rejected him. Yes, yes, and and that's and I I I hate to keep doing movie analogies, but that we we both love movies, and so mm-hmm. when we're when we're watching a movie and they're giving us the Easter eggs, they're giving us the little teases, we tend to miss those. Yes, and I'm not saying Jesus Christ is just a tease or a big uh, Easter egg; he is the biggest message, and a lot of people missed it. Yeah. And, and and not only not only that on top of it it was they were oppressed they were not the big people that they were during Solomon's and David's time they were oppressed they so when the Messiah come he's the one that's gonna come and he's gonna set everything in order he's gonna come he's gonna rule and we're gonna be on top again so it was a upset time. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna accept you, because you're not coming in um, on the four horsemen and, yeah. and straightening everything out. You, you're humble. You're meek, even though the signs was there. I'm gonna ignore it because you're not the Messiah that I was hoping for, and that was the one of the issues. Yeah, they keep they keep telling him. And this, a lot of this is going on in Mark and Luke. Show us a sign. Show us mm-hmm. a sign. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, a wicked and perverse generation asks for a sign. You, know, yes. you should. You should know. I, I, you have to be. I want. This is what I want. And as you know, being a follower of God, not everything, not everything how we want it is how God wants it. Or right. how God have planned things out. And, but, and go ahead. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Well, I was just going to say, I guess the only thing that really planned out was Christ himself. Mm. Mm-hmm. And we got to depend on him for things to work out for us. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. We have to, we have to mold ourselves to God instead of, oh, thank Yeah. We have to mold ourselves to God instead of trying to mold God to us. Yeah. And that, and that hits on the, that hits the nail on the head of what you were just talking about. Like the, the people wanted to mold God to them. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. We're, we're expecting this King David guy to show up, uh, take down Rome. See, that's, that's their God to them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's the deity that they're trying to portray. And, you know, that's coming, that's coming soon, but that's, that's, that's the second phase of the plan. This, this is the first phase, you know, in, in, in these biblical times. Mm-hmm. And, but it's, it's exactly what you're saying. They, they, it's like Christ saying, taking up the moat in our own eye. The, the people were blind to, we're going to mold God to the way we think God looks like. Mm-hmm. When Isaiah tells you what God is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's the crazy thing, because a lot of the Pharisees say, well, you know, <laughs> how, how can you say that you know what he looks like? And, right. and you know, this is, this, is, this is everything that Isaiah wants to talk to us about. Mm-hmm. And we can go, and we'll, we'll have this in the show notes for everybody, but we go to, straight to Isaiah 7. We can start off there. And uh, Isaiah 7 we could read 14 through 16, but really right there in verse 14, if you don't mind uh, reading that with us. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I'm going to have a different translation. And all right then, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and he will be called Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Oh, look at that. Mm. Right there. Mm-hmm. Let me say that. And, and the Amplified is saying, really just saying the same thing. It, in these translations, there's, there's not much to really say. Yeah. Amplified said, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Listen carefully. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and he will, and she will call his name Emmanuel. God with us. So no matter what we feel or say, even within his name, even with the name that was given, is so much, no matter what, God is with us. And even in our own lives, we're not perfect, but... Mm -hmm. It says there, and I liked, I liked how I think it was the Amplified that says, listen carefully, because God is going to give you a sign, and that's that God is with us. And mm. there's, God was with them. God was among them. God mm-hmm. ate with them. And while we don't see God, you know, face to face right now, mm-hmm. Jesus is with us. That's a promise from the very beginning. Yes. Like, where there are two or three gathered with me, there will I be also. Mm-hmm. And you know we're uh, we're distances away from each other. You're you're you know four days from 
a, in a car from me, but God is with us. Yes. You go into the supermarket, God is with you. You're, you're giving your sermon uh, to the congregation, God is with you. God is with Absolutely. them. Absolutely. And this is, like I said, this is palpable because it's, it's, it's written there, and, and God is trying to give us this sign. Mm-hmm. But we 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 can never get enough. We we've come out of the the eye doctor with those eye drops, and the sun affects us so much that we got to wear those shaded glasses. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And you know, it's it's hard, but at the same time, Isaiah gives and gives and gives these these different things. We move on two chapters forward to Isaiah chapter nine, verse six. If you don't wouldn't mind reading that uh, mm-hmm. and, and giving us more about that, uh, this is one of my. <laughs> it, it, it's weird because this is really, really, really one of my favorite scriptures in the old. That I really don't. It's funny to say I don't really people think people really grasp or look at what the scripture says. In essence, uh, it says. For a child is born to us, a son is given, the government will rest on his shoulder, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Almighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. And, and what I've always said to people, how can, how can Jesus be God? And the scripture says it clearly, it says he will be called. So... In Isaiah, it tells you he will be called, watch this, Almighty God, then he's going to be Everlasting Father, which we can't, we cannot, how do you say, we can't say, well, he was a son, so he can't be the father. If he's the Everlasting Father, how can he be the Prince of Peace? So it's saying he's a father, a prince, and a God. So which one do you claim to? Oh, he was just, he was just a son. How can he be, how can it be just the son when it says he'd be the mighty God? Father and prince at the same time. So I love the scripture. I I love that scripture because, and not only that, it deals with Matthew. Then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven has been given unto me. So he already said, yeah, Old Testament said he's going to be the father. All my, the Old Testament said he's going to be mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. And he've already, it, it's established within that one scripture who he is and what he is. Later too, Paul, Paul basically um he requotes different pieces of Isaiah and mm. putting him in context mm. and basically does the exact same thing you just did. Mm-hmm. He, he puts it together and still, still it's not enough for everybody. Right. But it says it right there. And I, that's, that's probably my, my favorite piece right there. The almighty God or the mighty God. Mm. That's what he's going to be called. Right. And called is a very, very, you know, rough English translation. 
what mm-hmm. you and I are talking about is not just what he's going to be known by or what he's going to be called. Call literally means that's who he is. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we and I think we can kind of take um, take that as our own life lesson. You know, I might be called Alma, but mm-hmm. that's who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to be who God wants me to be. That's who I, I, I am known as. Right. That's what I'm called. But that's I got to live up to my name. That's right. And what we have to realize, your name means something, but you, and like you said, you have to live up to what you're called. That's why Abram, uh, God changed Abram to Abraham. He called uh, Isaac from Israel, Peter to uh, Peter to Paul, or not Peter to Paul, P, uh, uh, Simon Saul to Peter. Paul. <laughs> so it was many times he changed their name to reflect this is who you were, but this is who you're going to be now. Yeah. Which is important. Which was important. And, and how many times did, oh, God can't come to the earth. How many times did it was like, they said the son of God visited Abraham and, and talked to him. How many times so are we limiting are we limiting God to say, you know what? He can't come in a form of a man. So, and for me, if you say he can't, then you're telling me you you're limiting a God. And there's no way you can tell me he he, he I can't believe that God has limits that way. There's certain things that he won't do, but you can't tell me that he can't walk this earth. Mm-hmm. He can't come and talk to us. He can't. No, I can't believe that. And not not only that, how can you say that he can't come and succor his people? You know. Mm. Yes. Yes. And that and that all goes hand in hand, I think. And, and Isaiah tells us, you know, again, two chapters later, chapter eleven, uh-huh. he talks about the spiritual side of things. He says, "And the spirit mm-hmm. of the Lord shall rest upon That's him." The spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of yep. counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. He's all knowing. Mm. See, Isaiah is not even not just telling us uh, uh, about his nature. He's t- teaching us about his spiritual nature. Right. And and, and that's what I'm that, that's that's basically like the message I'm trying to to share out here is just. Those. Those philosophical things, those limitations that, mm-hmm. you know, are, are a discussion for a much different time. The, one of the traits that are associated with God is that all-knowing part. Mm-hmm. And that all-knowing part is what allows him to discern, to predict, mm-hmm. um, and to, you know, lead or counsel his people. Right. It says many times in the New Testament he discerned their thoughts. How can you do that without wisdom and understanding? Mm-hmm. And, you know, those, those kinds of things, those are the Easter eggs that we miss. Mm-hmm. Um, do, you, do, you have, do you have anything to add to that? No, no, actually, I, I, I like the way you, I like the way you said. I, I really like the way you describe it and um, put it together. So then let's 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 segue into the most 
one of the most deepest things mm-hmm. that Isaiah is trying to teach us. Um, and this is, this is found in Isaiah 53. Yeah, I knew you was going there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got verses. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll just focus on three through seven. Mm. Mm-hmm. And we, we can each take one and then we can, and then you can teach us more about it once we, once we finish reading. Mm-hmm. Um, as of right now, I'm using KJV. Mm-hmm. Um, That's okay. I, I would use, I like, I like NAB too. Um, if you go to fit, uh, okay. We can go there. So the KJV says, he is despised and rejected of men, mm-hmm. a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. And go to the next one. Surely he he was born of grief and carried of sorrow, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. Mm. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Mm. Where are we at? Six. All, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned. I, I, I'll say that so many times. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquities of us all. He was oppressed. And he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, mm. and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb, as so he openeth not his mouth. Mm. And and I, I'm going to let you take take this right away, Theo. But I just want to I just want to say here, all of this happened for one, and two. I understand there's the whole thing about when was Isaiah written, when was the Bible uh, Old Testament compiled. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I am going to say. Is that still? This all came before Jesus showed up. That's right. That's right. And and we got to understand that during this time, what had happened was the Jewish people needed to have a sacrifice every year to take on the sins of the people. And what we always say, he became that perfect sac- sacrifice. Surely he took on our infirmities and carried our sorrows. Surely he he took he took the stuff that we wasn't supposed to do, or he took the stuff our sins. He took upon him everything upon him. He was despised and rejected by men. We know that to be true, because they they didn't accept him. A man of sorrow. He, he was grieving on, hey, how come so many of us is turning from the Lord? Yet, what what we do? Oh, no, he, he not of God. We, no, 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 no. But he was struck down. Yeah. If he if he's of God, let God save him. Bring him down mm-hmm. from the cross. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And, and if this, it was so, it's, how much detail was put in and he was pierced for our transgression. He was crushed <laughs> for our iniquities. 
the punishment that brought us peace, the punishment that brought us peace was on him. And, and, and by his stripes, we heal. Not only he, he took upon, he took upon our punishment. So God look at him and not us anymore. And what did it say? We all, we are sheep led astray. Each one of us has turned to his own ways. So many times, so often, it's what we, oh, I was just talking to someone, it was, and it deals with, I'm going to choose in the Bible which part I like and which part I don't like. I'll do this, but no, I'm not going to do the other thing. So it, and it's so funny. Not only do we do that, and it talks about he was led, he was led like a lamb to the slaughter. They said, I want him crucified. They said, uh, uh, they marched him. Not only did they march him, they took him from courthouse to courthouse, unjust courthouse. All of this was said thousands of years before it even happened. But we have, it's too many people to have, no, well, I can't, no, not really. But it backs it up. And that's what I love about the Bible. The Bible backs itself up. It does. It really does. I had a, I was at a camp. It was called Camp Helaman. Mm-hmm. And there was a there was a teacher there. I think I was like sixteen at the time, and he he was trying to paint an image for us. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how, in the garden, where Jesus suffered for our sins, our uh, our troubles, everything, every mm-hmm. negative thing. And he was talking about how every time we mess up, it's as if you know, we're going back in time and hurting him. <laughs> Okay. You know, and, and that's an image. You know, it's it's it has happened, right? It's uh-huh. it is in the past. But I think that what the teacher was trying to come across with was, hey, do you not understand that every time you do this, it's 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 like prolonging the pain. Mm. You know, and you know, we, we understand that it was all night, you know, into the morning before uh-huh. he was taken to those unjust courts. Mm-hmm. But all, all, all night, taking on all those things, mm. just so that we can be saved. Right. And right. so, in a way, I think what my teacher was also trying to say is, you know, you 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 do make mistakes, mm-hmm. but when you do better, when you give yourself to God, mm-hmm. it's alleviating. Not just to you, but to him, because mm-hmm. he is saying, "Well done." Right there, you go. And this—it's—I know that Isaiah, you know, is, is really hard to understand, and some of it's, you know, dark and gloomy. 
But there is that Easter egg that we sometimes miss, and it's that message of hope. We, we read these verses, specifically the ones that you have taught us about, Theo, mm-hmm. and, and they're really sad verses. You know what I'm talking yes. about. Born of yes. our grooves, wounded. You, the, the, the translation you're right. using says crushed. Right. This is all true. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of that is part of the message, the good message of hope. Mm-hmm. And Isaiah talks about that. I, I can't quote it right now, but he says, you know, blessed are the, is, is it the person who preaches good? Yes. And this is that good. Hmm. Spread the good news. Um, yes. Not, not being ashamed of the gospel. Right. Mm. Right. And that, in essence, not being ashamed of God. Right. Are we, and that's a good, that's a good question are you are you ashamed of god are and what does that look like are you ashamed to believe are you ashamed to go to church are you ashamed to talk to people are you ashamed um, of letting people know this is what i believe and living by not only saying i believe it but living it Those are the, that's what I look at. Mm-hmm. It's those steps. Yes. Mm-hmm. Am I going to accept the good news? Am I going to not be ashamed of this good news? Am I, am I going to stand for this good news? Mm-hmm. But not just stand. Am I, do I even believe in this good news? Mm. And that's where, at, that's where God asks us that pertinent question. Why did you doubt? Or why mm. are you doubting? Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It's, it's not an easy thing. It's not an easy response. We don't get a response from Peter. He still has to get pushed. He, get, he still has to get pulled out of that water. That's right. But it's about that. It's about what you just talked about, about believing and doing something about that belief. Yes. And understanding, too, that we're at different parts. We're, we're at different uh, steps in this journey. Um, you know, but, but God is at the beginning of it. God is in the end of it. God is in all of it. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have, we, we have a choice. We have to choose to, um, what the Bible says, be, be doers and not just hearers. Mm-hmm. So are we ready to do? Uh, what was that? What was the slogan that everybody know uh, or a big slogan in from Nike? I want to say 1988. Just do it. Go and do likewise. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And appreciate it. And I've, <laughs> I, I think that's a big one for me. Do you appreciate what he did? Do you you really, really appreciate and think about? Because if you're appreciating, when you appreciate something, you give honor to it. You hold it in, you hold it in esteem. If you don't appreciate something, you don't take care of it. Which is, for, for me, which is important. Mm-hmm. 
very important. I like, I, I, I'm, I'm really touched by that because it makes me think of when, when Christ taught the parable about the pearl of great price, you know, the, the, the person sold everything they had mm-hmm. just to have that. That's right. And that's the treasure, you know, that's mm-hmm. in our heart. That's right. And none of it is possible. None of it is possible if there is no Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I think mm-hmm. out of the many messages, out of the many things we could study from the book of Isaiah, because Isaiah is huge, you know, mm-hmm. that the, the main message and the main message of the scriptures is, you know, God is out there. God came and he's going to come again. And it's all here. You got to read about it. You don't want to be confused in the last days. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because if you are, that's when he says that there's going to be a lot of problems. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. So I guess my takeaway, um, learning from you, learning from the spirit, is we can't miss out when all of it is at our fingertips. Yes. Yes. It's there. What would you say is your takeaway, uh, Theo, to to end our discussion here? My takeaway from everything is you got to have a foundation. And where is your foundation? And we talked about Christ and everything he did for us so that we can have and, and to take away for the day all that he did for us is so we can have and have more uh, John 10 and 10 the thief came to still kill and destroy but he came to give us life but not only life it says he came give us life more abundantly so that we can have that peace, we can have that joy, and we can go to God boldly with confidence and be happy that we can go to his, we can go to God. And I'm so thankful what he did and uh, uh, what he did, what he did and how he did it. That's 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 part of my takeaway today. Well said, Theo. Well said. Mm-hmm. That is. Um, that is perfect. I hope all of you uh, that have tuned in to listen, we do appreciate you. We do appreciate you taking the time to, to listen to us. Uh, share this episode with a family member or a friend who you, who you think needs to hear the good news. Don't, don't be afraid of it. Just, mm-hmm. just share it. You know, if this is something you believe in, share it. If it's something you don't believe in, think about why others believe in it and see what you can do about it. Mm-hmm. What's your part in this in this story? Um, once again, we are grateful to have Pastor Morton here with us. He will be back. He is going, like I said, 2023. We're coming with a huge firestorm. Mm-hmm. He is coming back in um, in October, and I can't wait to tell you. He, he's he's going to even tell you our episode in October is all about Daniel, and you, my uncle loves <laughs> Daniel, so he he already knows what's coming. Uh huh. But uh, friends, family, new listeners, old listeners, great to have you here with us. Thank you 
uh, Pastor Martin for sitting down with us. Yes. And as my grandfather always says, may God bless you. <laughs>